This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Abam, to the Kolel Agar de Perka, Monday afternoon, National Shir. Agaben Shtiyar, everyone. Ksivach Simataiva. Everyone, Shvizoicha, Bez Hashem, Toshana Tamvarachas. Okay, we're preparing for the Yom Hadin Habalina Lataiva. We don't have that much time left. Less than three weeks. Um, I want to speak about a very important topic. Uh, today's shir is dedicated by my good friend, Rabbi Kenny Pinsauer. He should be zoicha to a year of bracha v'hatzlacha, mazel toiv, and nachas from his whole family. Um, we have a very important subject today. We're hoping our best... We're trying, we're attempting to amass as many mitzvahs as possible so that we could come into the new year tilting the scales with more mitzvahs than avoinahs. But nevertheless, we don't have that much time left. And the question is, is there any way to increase the power and the value of what we already do? Here we are almost in the 11th hour in terms of giving our mitzvahs more value. So let's begin... Um, and speak about the subject of when we begin saying slichais. Let's get up on the screen, the lavush. As you see, there are a lot of lines on the sheet, because uh, uh, these are lines from a fax machine, actually. The lavush tells us that the minog is that we begin slichais a minimum of four days before Rosh Hashanah, and we always start on a Sunday. What's the reason for this? Most people, Lavush said, would fast 10 days um, during Aser Sameh Tshuva. The only thing is, they're missing 4 days. 2 days Rosh Hashanah, and Shabbos, and Erev Yom Kippur. So therefore, they, we say a minimum of 4 days of Slichos, so that during these 4 days, we can be mashlam, the missing 4 Tanesim that were not able to fast during the Aser Sameh Tshuva. So you'll say, okay, so always start, say slichos a minimum of four days. This year, Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbos, we're going to be saying slichos the whole week. What's, uh, what's the reason for this? Why do we do this? So the uh, Lavush says, we always like to start on one uniform day. We don't want people to make a mistake regarding the start time of slichos. And therefore, we always begin to say Slichos on a Matzoi Shabbos on a Sunday. But Be'ezus uh, Hashem, I would like to share with you a new reason why we begin Slichos on Matzoi Shabbos specifically. In the beginning of this week's parsha, we encounter the subject of bringing Bikurim, bringing the first fruits of the Shivas Haminim, bringing it up to Eretz Yisrael along with the parsha of Parshas Mikra Bikurim. And the one who brings the Bikurim makes a declaration, V'yamarta l'fnei Hashem Eloi kecha b'yarti ha-koidesh min ha-bayis v'gam nesativ la-levi v'lager la-yasam l'amana kecha mitzvah secha asher tzivisani la-yavarti mi-mitzvah secha v'lo-yishachachti I did not violate your commands and I did not forget. Rashi explains, what does it mean I did not forget? 
says Rashi, I did not forget I did not forget from blessing you. Blessing you for Hafrashas Maser. Maser is a mitzvah, and as part of his admission and vidui, he says, I did not forget from Milavarechacha, from giving you a bracha. And the Gemara also in Bracha Istaf Memamad Beis likewise interprets what does it mean, I did not forget. I did not forget for making a bracha on, ma, give, on giving Maser. So comes the Mizrahi, Rebel Yom Mizrahi, and Rebel Yom Mizrahi asks the obvious question. This is the Torah talking. The Shachachti is the Torah talking. How could Rashi, how could Chazal, how could the Gemara interpret that when the man says, I did not forget, these are words echoed in the Chumash. These are written in the Chumash. How could that be interpreted that I did not forget to make a bracha? Brachos are only Durabanon. And this is a verse in the Bible. There's a Pasuk in the Chumash. How could you interpret V'loy Shachachti as referring to the bracha and the mitzvah of Maser? Brachos are Durabanon. This is a Pasuk in Chumash. Asks the Mizrahi. That's one question uh, we would like to deal with. Another question. We know that there's a mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom Kippur, but the way it's formulated in the Chumash is, it says, V'inisem esnaf shayseichem batisha lachoydesh ba'erev me'erev ad erev tishbesu shabbatchem. And the Gemara asks, what do you mean you should fast on the 9th? You don't fast on the 9th, you only fast on the 10th. You know, if somebody fasted on the 9th, they're in hot water, they're in big trouble, because they're going to have to fast for 48 hours. You know, the Rihazakain, he would fast two days, the 10th and the 11th, Sveika the Yoyma. But imagine a guy who accidentally fasts the 9th. He's not going to be pleased when, he's, when uh, the Matsoi, the 9th, the Chazan starts called Nidre, and he says, Oy vai, 24 more hours. So the Gemara says, anyone who eats on the 9th is as if they fasted on the 9th and the 10th. That's very interesting. That's very uh, good to know. I could eat and I get credit for fasting and not just fasting, fasting for two days. What's the lambdas? What's the rationale why eating on Erev Yom Kippur is deemed equivalent to fasting for two days? Another question. The Gemara says in Kedushin, Anyone who does a mitzvah, they do good to him. The Yushalmi adds, Umarichin Yamav, they give a person long life. Number the Zayar adds, Vinoichalasaretz. And they inherit the Eretz Yisrael. That's interesting. Everybody does at least one mitzvah, and not everybody has it good, and not everybody has long life, and not everybody is Noichalasaretz. What does the Gemara mean? Kalaisa mitzvah achas meitivanloy umarichin yamav. Another interesting point. The Gemara says in Brachas and Daftesam and Beis, Rav Illa said to Ula, when you go up there, ask about the welfare of Rav Bruna, my brother, in the presence of the whole Chabura. Why? The Adam Gadolhu, he's a great person. The Simach, the Sameach, the Mitzvahs. He rejoices over Mitzvahs. 
Zimna Chada one time, Samach Geula Latfila. He juxtaposed Geula Latfila, like Pasak Chucha Mipume Kulayama. He couldn't wipe the smile off his face the whole day. He was so happy, he was so Geula Latfila, he, the smile could not be removed from his face the entire day. What is this Indian that Ravruna was Sameach, the mitzvah, and he was so happy that he couldn't wipe the smile off of his face? Now, regarding that which the Gemara tells us that anyone who does one mitzvah, they will do good to him, and they will lengthen his days. I mean, the question that we're all bothered by, but maybe we wouldn't have the audacity to ask, is everyone does mitzvahs. And yet we don't find that to everyone there may tivin loy marichin loy. And you know who asked this question? This question is brought in the Shar HaMitzvahs from none other than Rav Chaim Vital. Rav Chaim Vital says that Anachnu ra'inu kama v'chama b'nei adam sha'oysa mitzvahs ve'in meskayim divi rabbi How? We don't seem to see the fulfillment of the words of our teacher. So number one, why is it that we start Slichos Matzai Shabbos? Number two, what does the Torah mean? I did not forget from making a blessing. Blessings are Durabanan. Number three, what exactly is the reason why by, fa- by eating on Erev Yom Kippur, it's like you fasted two days. Number four, how could Chazal say that anyone who does mit- one mitzvah may tivin lie? Number five, why was Rav Bruna so happy when he performed mitzvahs that he literally smiled the whole day. This week's parasha we read the Teichacha. 98 Klalais. 98 Klalais of the Teichacha. What's the reason for the Teichacha? What did the Jewish people do so, that's so terrible that they were deserving of the Teichacha? So we have a very difficult Pasuk. Because, not because they didn't do the mitzvahs, they did the mitzvahs. Not because they didn't wake up on time for Krishma, not because they didn't wear tzitzis, not because they were mavatel mitzvahs, they did the mitzvahs, they didn't do it besimcha. Comes the Shemi Shmuel, he brings from Rabbi Shalev Misasov, why is not doing a mitzvah b'simcha such a terrible crime that it's deservant of punishment? You want to say maybe you're not rewarded fully? You want to say maybe it should mitigate the schar? Okay, even that it's hard to understand. I did the job! You know, let's say you hire somebody to build a house. And he, he builds the house. And you told him build it in five weeks. And he built it in five weeks. But he, he wasn't really uh, building a besimcha. Who cares? He got the job done. So I understand it's better to do a mitzvah besimcha. It shows that you're interested. It shows that you're connected. But that you should, not, you should be punished for doing the mitzvahs, but, but not by doing a besimcha? That's a very important question. Why is doing a mitzvah besimcha so critical? Comes the Rimagash. Shaila Sachubas Rimagash. The Rimagash was the student of the Rif. I had the Zchus 
the summer to be in the city of Lucina in Spain, where we went to uh, the Beis Olam, where the Rimagash and the Rif are buried. We were not Zoycha to get inside, but we, we were in the vicinity where the Rimagash and the Rif were buried. And the Rimagash was the Rebbe of Rabbeinu Maimon, the father of the Rambam. The Rimagash brings that his Rebbe, the Rif, accustomed the, the people of Alisna that they should make a Shechianu on a Lulav and on a Shefer. And then the Rif was Mavatalit. The Rif said, don't make a Bracha on the Lulav or on the Shefer. But then they came across the Tshuva of Rabbeinu Nisim. And Rabbeinu Nisim said, you should make a Shefer, you should make a Shechianu on the Shefer and not on the Lulav. Why? You don't make a bracha on a lulav because you already made a shachianu the night of Sukkis and Kiddush. And Sukkis is a yamtif that you should say shachianu midairaisa. And lulav is midairaisa. So therefore you're already yoytze the shachianu in the bracha of the night. But the shachianu the night of Rosh Hashanah is only midrabanan. Shachianu on shoifer is dairaisa. So therefore the shachianu that you make on the night of Rosh Hashanah will not exempt the Shoifar. The Shachyonu, you make the night of Sukkot, will exempt the Lulav. But I want to focus on one point of this tshuva of the Rimagash. The bracha of Shachyonu is Dairaisa? Since when is a bracha of Shachyonu Dairaisa? We all know that brachos are Drabanon, except for two, except for Berchas Hamazon, and according to many Rishonim, the Ramban, the Rajba, the Chinuch, the Shagas Aryeh agrees, Berchas Those are the only two brachas that are Dairaisa. And now we're learning there might be a third bracha that's Dairaisa. What's the third bracha that's Dairaisa? Shachianu? Why would Shachianu be Dairaisa? Mavraboisai, let's uncover the importance of the element of Simcha in doing mitzvahs. The Sefer Charedim, Rabbi Lezer Askiri writes that Hasimcha Hagadoyla Ba Mitzvah. The fourth stipulation that's needed in performing mitzvahs is great simcha. Every mitzvah that a person has the opportunity to perform is a gift from God. You know, last week we learned you can't just do mitzvahs. A mitzvah is something that needs to be given to you, it's a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the more joy you have, the more you wor- reward you'll have. The Arizal once revealed that everything that he achieved and that all the gates of wisdom that were open to him is a, as a merit for the, the, as a reward for the simcha he had when he performed the mitzvahs with simcha gedoyla le'in tachlas. This is what it means. Tachas ha'shaloy avadatas ha'shem le'kecha besimcha. What does it mean, Meiroiv Koel? Enjoy more than all the Tanugay Oilam Hazah. So, Simcha is a very important ingredient in the performance of a mitzvah. Moreover, Rabbeinu Bechayi teaches us on this Pasuk that a person is guilty if they serve Hashem and they don't do it with Simcha. In other words, if a person goes to Shul and they're the first one in the Shul and they put on Sitzis and they're Mechavin to put on the Sitzis. 
to be kind of mitzvah and they think laman tizkaru vasisim, and they think they're doing it out of yirashamayim, and they say every word of tefillah with wholehearted kavana. A person is guilty if they don't do the mitzvahs besimcha. A person is obligated to fulfill the mitzvahs of Hashem besimcha. Not only that, says Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, simcha in doing the mitzvahs is not just a stipulation, it's not just a dimension to the mitzvah, it's a mitzvah by itself. Which means aside from the reward a person will get for doing the mitzvah, a person is rewarded for the simcha that they engender at the time they're doing the mitzvah. And therefore, if a person does not do the mitzvahs with simcha, they are punished. So now we're learning that not only is simcha an ingredient in the performance of mitzvahs, but it actually is a separate chilek and another dimension of the mitzvah. And just like a person is rewarded for the performance of the mitzvah, a person is rewarded for the simcha that they have. So let's break it down further. What is more important? The mitzvah What is more chashuv, the performance of the mitzvah or the simcha that one has when one performs the mitzvah? Says Rabbeinu B'chai in the Kana Kemach, the simcha one has when one performs a mitzvah is more chashuv than the mitzvah itself. Now let's ask, what does a person get more reward for? The performance of the mitzvah or the simcha that one has when one performs the mitzvah? Says the Heligach Sam Seifer, Taras Moshem Bamidbar, Kuflam Midbez. He says, the simcha that a person has when he does a mitzvah is more than the mitzvah itself, and there's more reward for the simcha of doing the mitzvah than for the performance of the mitzvah. Oyem Venaira. Now let's try to identify more specifically. Okay, I understand. The simcha that one uh, that one has when performing a mitzvah is more valuable than the mitzvah itself. One gets more reward for the simcha than for the mitzvah itself. How much more reward does one get for the simcha than for the performance of the mitzvah itself? So let's make the following calculation. Rabbi Yoyna writes in Shari Tshuva, What's the reason why there's a mitzvah to have a suda on Erev Yom Kippur? Says Rabbi Yoyna, because... Tshuva is a mitzvah. And it's, a, it's important to do a mitzvah b'simcha. Oh, it's important to do a mitzvah b'simcha. The value of doing a mitzvah b'simcha is so great that if you fast on Yom Kippur, you fasted one day. But if you eat on Erev Yom Kippur, you know what the suda of Erev Yom Kippur is? Your koiveya asuda that your zoichat yimekayim, the mitzvah of observing and fasting on Yom Kippur, b'simcha. The reason we have a suda on every Yom Kippur, because it's not enough to fast on Yom Kippur. You have to fast on Yom Kippur, b'simcha. And if you eat on every Yom Kippur, it's like you fasted two days. So it comes out, if you fast on Yom Kippur, you got one day. If you eat on every Yom Kippur, you got a total of an additional two days, three total days, 
which means the fasting is worth one point, the simcha itself is worth two points, which means if you do a mitzvah b'simcha, you get three points. Two for the simcha, one for the mitzvah. So the simcha of a mitzvah is actually worth double the value of the mitzvah itself. In 1834, at the bar mitzvah of Rabbi Shimon Seifer, the Chassam Seifer, his father, said, what is the very first mitzvah that a bar mitzvah boy fulfills upon becoming a bar mitzvah? Now this is a famous kasha. Chidush Arim said, the first mitzvah a bar mitzvah boy fulfills is Kriyashma. And that's why Shas begins, Me'imasai Karna Shema Ba'arvin. This is also brought by the Toysvus Chadashim. In the name of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Abarditchev, that the very first mitzvah that a person fulfills is the mitzvah of being mekabel, the, uh, um, the mitzvah of Kriyashma. Rabbi Shoma Zalman would tell Bar Mitzvah Bachram that the night they become Bar Mitzvah, they didn't make Berchas HaTorah yet. Because the Berchas HaTorah they made in the morning was as a katan. They should be Mechavein and Ahav HaSoylam to be Mechayim, the Mitzvah of Berchas HaTorah. So according to Rav Shlomo Zalman, the first Mitzvah, somebody is Mechayim when they become Bar Mitzvah, is Berchas HaTorah. However, the Chassam Soifer gave a different answer. The Hevegah Chassam Soifer said the very first mitzvah that someone is mekayim when they become a bar mitzvah is accepting the yoke of mitzvahs b'simcha. And accepting the yoke of mitzvahs b'simcha is a mitzvah da'iraisa. Where does it say it? Tachas Hashem b'simcha Says Chassam Soifer, the very first mitzvah, bar mitzvah bachar, fulfills upon turning 13 years old, is accepting the yoke of mitzvahs b'simcha. Now this is very interesting, because Chassam Soifer doesn't just say, performing a mitzvah requires simcha. Accepting the yoke of mitzvahs itself requires simcha. By the way, so interesting. I think a raya to this idea of the Chassam Soifer, that one needs to be mekabel, the yoke of mitzvahs b'simcha, there's a ton of Yahu. The ton of says, why was Yeshayo ben Amoitz, Zoicha, more than any of the other Nevi'im, that he prophesied about all the Toivois and brachas that are in store for the Jewish people in the future, more than any other Navi. So Yoh Navi said, you know why? B'ni, m'mnei shehu hayim mekabel alav oil malchus shamayim b'simcha yoysem yishar kol He accepted the yoke of heaven, b'simcha more than any other prophet. So here we have this idea, not just of being mekayim mitzvahs b'simcha, but accepting upon oneself the yoke of mitzvahs b'simcha. Very interesting. By the way, the Chida says the word simcha, the Chida is quoted in the Sefer Eved HaMelech. Simcha is Rashi Tevais. 
it stands for Simchas Mitzvah Chiyavhu. Joy when performing a mitzvah is obligatory. By the way, comes the Chassam Soifer. Chassam Soifer says, You ever wonder on Yom Kippur we say the Vidoy, and in the Vidoy, we, we don't just uh, relate and recite all the sins we've committed. We don't just say, Shamnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu. You know, if you were writing a tune for uh, a Shamnu, well, how would you, how would you uh, compose a tune? I would think maybe Eicha. Shamnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu, Dibarnu. Now, what do we do? Uh, we, we go, Na 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 na. You know we have this really upbeat, perky niggin. We stole, we murdered, and we lied. Na 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 na. na. You know, it's like this very nice jingle about all the uh, all the sins we committed. It seems pretty incongruous that we're singing our sins. Says Chassam Sofer, not at all. Saying vidoy, doing tshuva, is a mitzvah. The only way to do a mitzvah is b'simcha. Tshuva, no less. Even the mitzvah of tshuva has to be besimcha. Comes the Shem Shmuel, and he brings in the name of his illustrious father, the Avnei Nezer, who explains what does the Rimagash mean? That loy I didn't forget from to bless you. What does it mean? I didn't forget to bless you. Blessings are only derabanan. Says Avnei Nezer, it refers. The bracha that the man says, Leshachachti milvarechacha, the bracha we're referring to is Shechianu, which according to the Rimagash is Dairaisa. Dairaisa, why would it be Dairaisa? Because the Iker mitzvah is the Chios and the Simcha and the Cheshek and the Chuka that a person has when they perform a mitzvah. When am I going to be able to fulfill it already? Like Rashi writes in Pasha's Bilam, Klaiso awakes in the morning, they grab the talis, they grab the tefillin. That shows the great hishtoikakos they have. This is something the Umay Sa'ilam don't have. Therefore, Shechianu is Dairaisa, because the Iker mitzvah is... The Iker mitzvah... The Iker way to perform mitzvahs is to bear in mind, We could say the Makar of the Rimagash, that, Shech- that Shechianu is a Dairaisa, comes from the Pasuk of Tachas, And therefore says Reb Chaim Vital, Yes, many, many mitzvah- people do mitzvahs. Many, many people do mitzvahs. But if a person executes a mitzvah and he discharges it because, you know, okay, I got it off my back, it's over, then that's not the proper performance of mitzvahs. Says the Reb Chaim Vital that the proper way to fulfill a mitzvah is to recognize that by performing a mitzvah, someone is profiting millions of, of dollars of reward. And therefore a person should be overjoyed that they have an opportunity to a mitzvah. And this is the secret of the Pasuk. And that's why Rav Bruna, when he was the minion and the mitzvah of being soimech gula he couldn't wipe the smile off his face the whole day. 
that shows he had such emuna and bitachain that there is a schar and there is an oilam haba. That schar was so real to him; he was so happy about it that he, the the mitzvah gave him so much joy. He literally could not wipe the smile off of his face. And if somebody would fulfill a mitzvah with real simcha. Then in fact there would be no question. Let's try to explain though. Why is it so important to fulfill a mitzvah b'simcha? You know, I understand maybe you can't maximize your reward if somebody doesn't do it b'simcha. But like we asked before, you got the job done. You did the job. You did the mitzvah. So what, what more do you want from me? I understand if I do a besimcha, it's more complete, it's more full, it's a higher level. But is something lacking that I'm going to be punished? So, Reb Chaim Velazhner would say that if you do the mitzvah without simcha, that's the way you serve your enemy. If you were a slave and you would be in a prison and they would force you to do slave labor, that's how you would do it. You would do it without simcha. So the punishment for not doing the mitzvah b'simcha is, tachas b'simcha you would serve your enemy. Because, you know why the punishment is you would serve your enemy? Because that's how you would do work for an enemy. But let's offer two, uh, two approaches over here. You know, whenever it says the Lashon of Lekicha, or taking, Rashi always says it means Bidvarim, with words. Vayikach Koirach, Rashi says, with words. Whenever it says, um, Hashem tells Moshe, take Aroin. So Rashi says, take him with words. Why does Rashi say it means take him with words? Maybe it means physically grab him and pull him. So the Chassam Sofer explains as follows. Now that can't be the Pshat. What is a person? What is the person? Is a person their body? If a person were, would be their body, then you could grab the person and take them to Shacharis and take them to the base Medrash and take them to do the mitzvah. But a person is not a body. What is a person? The body is the container. The person is their seichel. So if you take a person's body against their will, and you move them from point A to point B, but in their mind they don't want to be there, you didn't take the person. You took the person's container. But you didn't take the person. The person is their mind. Is what they rot, their ratzayin, is their seichel. So if you're taking a person against their will, you didn't bring them, you brought their guf, you didn't bring their seichel. The only way to take the person is to take their seichel. If a person doesn't want to do something, they didn't really do it. So a person goes to shachras, and he's dragging himself, and he's doing it against his will, and he doesn't really want to do it. 
and he's doing a mitzvah, he doesn't really want to do the mitzvah, then he didn't do the mitzvah. His container did the mitzvah. His costume did the mitzvah. His outer cloak did the mitzvah. He, his mind, didn't do the mitzvah. If a person is not engendering a joy in doing the mitzvah, then it's, the mitzvah is missing the performance of the person. In a similar vein, the Gemara says in Ma'id Kata, Anadaf Tezvav Amar Beis, an oinen cannot send a carbon. Why not? Why can't an oinen send a carbon? Says the Gemara, it says, Shlamim, which means the person has to be Shalem, and he can't be an oinen. So the Shem Yishmu and Parshas Emar wants to know, It's a, what does that mean the person has to be Shalem? He is Shalem. He's not missing a finger. He's not missing a toe. So what does it mean? He's missing a relative? So then an Avel also should not be able to bring a carbon. Says Hashem Shmuel, what is a Adam? What's a man? What is Adam? A Adam has two legs. An Adam has two eyes. An Adam has a head, has a trunk, has a body. An Adam has the same surah as the as Kiviyachal the Rebbeinu Anything missing from that surah, from that Selam Aleichem, the Adam is Chaser. The Rebbeinu Shalom is always Oiz v'chedva b'mekaymai. The Rebbeinu Shalom is always b'simcha. An Adam who's not smiling. It's like he's missing his toe. He's missing his arm. He's missing his head. He's decapitated. Kiviyachal. A smile is an element of man's tzura. A smile is an element of man's image, of man's form. If a person doesn't have simcha, they're missing. If they're missing, they can't bring a carbon shlamim. If someone does a mitzvah that's not besimcha, then they didn't completely do the mitzvah because there's something lagging behind, there's something that wasn't present. Simcha is part of the tzuras Adam. By the way, in something that we learned, from the Chidah and Parshas Ekev, a wondrous Chidah. The last words of Parshas Vaschanan are, Hayoyim la'asoysam, today to perform the mitzvahs. From which the Gemara in Erevin Darshins, Ulamachar scharam, you get reward in the next world. Schara Bahai Alma Leka. There is no reward in this world, the Gemara says. No reward in this world. And what are the next words in the Chumash? The Haya Ekev Tishma'an. The Haya Ekev Tishma'an. Here is the reward for mitzvahs. What do you mean? We just said there's no reward for mitzvahs in this world. Says the Chida, the Haya, Ein Vahaya El Alashain Simcha. The Haya is only a Lashan of Simcha. Hayoim La'asaisam. Today you do mitzvahs, tomorrow you receive the reward. There's no reward for mitzvahs in this, in this world. There's no reward for mitzvahs in this world. But v'haya, for the simcha of a mitzvah, ekev tishman, a person is rewarded in this world. Even though there's no reward for mitzvahs in this world, for the simcha, a person is rewarded in this world. Amazing.
We now embark on the road of tshuva. As we mentioned, tshuva is not different than any other mitzvah. Just like all of our mitzvahs. By the way, before you perform any mitzvah, Berchas HaToyrah, Kriya Shema, Zechir HaSitziyas Mitzrayim, Talis, Tfilin. One should make sure to engender some simcha. But tshuva is no different. Tshuva is also a mitzvah. And since tshuva is a mitzvah, we have to make sure we engender simcha when we're mekayim the mitzvah of tshuva. But in a certain sense, as important as simcha is when it comes to mitzvahs, it's even more important when it comes to tshuva. You see, we learned an idea a few, a few weeks ago that even though at first glance it's counterintuitive, but if a person thinks that when, when a person does an Avera, it's hopeless, and he's doomed, and he's going to get severe punishment, and there's no way to correct it, and no way to erase it, it would be impossible to fear Hashem. Because a person would just block it out of their mind. Cognitive dissonance. They would just say, look, I can't deal with this. It's, 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 it's overwhelming. It's beyond my capacity. Every human being is going to sin. If I am doomed to failure and punishment and, and suffering, I forget the whole thing. Subconsciously, a person writes off the whole thing. That's what we say, the Sefer HaHikram says, Ki imacha haslicha lamantivari. God, you forgive us so that you could fear us. It's very important for a person to be able to do tshuva. A person has to have a sense of simcha in their Avodah Hashem. The Mechdom Elio points out that we have, we have to study the, uh, the sequence of the year, the program of the year. We have three weeks of punishment for the destruction of the Temple, seven weeks of consolation, two weeks of tshuva. So the Mechtam is bothered. I don't understand. We sinned. We caused the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. So we have three weeks of punishment. So right after the three weeks, we should have tshuva. We know we messed up. We did Averois. We caused the destruction of the Temple. So now let's do tshuva. Now, so long as a person feels beaten, down and out, sullied, downtrodden, a failure, a person is not motivated to change. It is important first to have seven weeks of consolation, that how we see the love of Hashem, to feel that, that Hashem is, has our best interest, that Hashem loves us, that we could be Mekayim Mitzvah B'Simcha, then we're ready to do Tshuva. Chsam Soifer writes that the main way to sweeten the Midas Hadin is by doing Mitzvahs uh, B'Simcha. Because if by not doing Mitzvahs B'Simcha we're going to serve our enemy, by doing Mitzvahs B'Simcha our enemy, the Yitzhahara is going to serve us. And therefore I found an amazing idea. You know, what's the happiest day of the year? The Gemara says, Loi hayu yamim toivim li Yisrael ki the happiest day of the year was Yom Kippur. 
Yom Kippur is not a, a day of depression, a day of deprivation. It's a day of utter joy. Says the Trumas Hadeshen in the Sefer Leket Yosher. You know why we start saying Slicha is Matzah Shabbos? He says, because what do people do on Shabbos? On Shabbos, we're besimcha. What are we besimcha about? Mitzvahs. What mitzvah? That we learn Torah on Shabbos. What else? The simcha of Oinig Shabbos. And in order to say slichos, we need the Shechina. And the Shechina does not come from Atzlos, laziness or sadness but rather from Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Therefore, it is appropriate to start Slichais from the Simcha of Shabbos. But we may add, we may add, that Slichais begins the intense period of Tshuva. And Tshuva, like all Mitzvahs, and perhaps even more than all Mitzvahs, requires Simcha. So we piggyback, we kickstart our program of Tshuva with the Simcha of Shabbos. Because for Mitzvahs you get rewarded, and for the Simcha, you also get rewarded. And actually, you get more reward, perhaps even double the reward for the Simcha of a mitzvah than for the mitzvah itself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be mechazek us, that it should be zoichat to mikayim mitzvahs be'ahava u'be'yira u'be'simcha kal yameinu. I wish everyone a wonderful day. I want to remind everyone, there are a lot of learning opportunities. You could join us. Every morning, Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m., same channel. Mishnah Brua, we're now learning Simon Memzayan. It's 15 minutes. Hilchais Berchas HaToyra. At 4.30 p.m., Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we learn Sefer Tzipis Ali Yeshua. So you're welcome to join us. Um, Monday and Tuesday night at 9.15, we learn Daf HaShavua, Masech Ksubais. Have a great day, everyone. Bracha Vatzlacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.